welcome back to Between Two Wings. I'm your host, Emily Norman, and today I'm with Ernie, also known as Fly with Big Ern on social media, YouTube, Instagram. And this is a super exciting episode because we're actually in person. In person. For once. For sure. We also <laughs> got to go fly today in his series. Hopefully we can show some of that footage here later on. But so far, I think we're off to a really good start. So thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule of to course. come and talk with us. Happy to do it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So for those who don't know, Ernie is a retired Air Force pilot and currently a captain at Southwest. So yeah, definitely very, very busy. Yes. And also a big lover of all things aviation, just doing lots of things in the industry. So we're definitely gonna dive into that. But I think like first and foremost, you created your YouTube channel and your social media persona really to inspire others. I did. Um, you know, full disclosure was my daughter was going to an aviation college at the time and she talked about wanting to quit flying and I couldn't, I couldn't let her do that because I knew how awesome this career was. So I kind of got inspired to just show her and show her friends, uh, you know, what a life in aviation is about, being an airline pilot, kind of what I do and why I think it's cool. And, and that's kind of how the YouTube channel formed. And then I jumped on Instagram because I didn't, know anything about that and now i'm on tiktok so that, Ooh, just, congratulations. that, that just happened just a little bit ago so, nice how's yeah. that going uh it's it's slow yeah <laughs> i feel like the tiktok I'm world still is a learning. whole other monster yeah oh yeah for sure right. so you're inspiring other people you're obviously created this youtube channel persona instagram now tiktok and it sounds like that kind of got some interest from your employer southwest what did that progress into yeah so i've done just some stock footage for them um just pre-flights walking around the airplane and you know i'm happy to do it and then uh it, it just i started the flying with big earn youtube channel i started instagram started getting a little getting noticed i, don't, I wouldn't say i'm a big youtuber instagrammer but yeah you know it got, it got noticed and they were they were asking if i can help out with a little bit of recruiting because i do recruiting and and pilot hiring for us and i was happy to do that too so just you know it, you just have to take every opportunity that comes in so that's kind of how that that progressed yeah definitely i think that one thing we talked about earlier is how especially in like air force days or kind of even early airline days in general like there was no filming in the cockpit Correct. but there still is no filming in the cockpit Correct. while but, you're flying yeah, yeah while you're flying but it's you know opened up all these doors and we can use it as a tool to inspire people to fly right and then recruit them and hopefully you know lead to more pilots Correct. Which leads to my kind of next topic of, you know, the pilot shortage is happening. Right. Hiring has got to be so crazy for you guys. What does that kind of look like for you at Southwest, you know, as far as trying to turn in you know, new candidates and then also just the actual hiring process? Yeah. So uh, to your first point about the, the cameras in the cockpit, I just one little quick story. Yeah. When I first started seeing, you know, people posting like in the T6 and they're doing acro and stuff. It brought me back to a time where I was in the T-37. I brought this disposable camera and I put it in my, now full disclosure, right? I'm airing all my sins to you guys. So I put it in my, my lake pocket and my, my, I was going on a solo, I was gonna take a picture, a hero shot. And that was basically what you did. It didn't go out on social media, but it was just a shot of you in the airplane and, and all that. So, but you've heard of guys when they're developing the film you know, you used to take it back yeah. in my day, you used to take it back to oh, the store yeah. and get it developed. Well, the uh, the person developing the film would turn in pilots, student pilots that were taking pictures and they got yanked from pilot training. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll take it and then I'll just keep it in my, I won't develop it until yeah. I get out of there. And then uh, when it happened, I 
I was so scared I didn't I didn't want to get kicked out. So it was in my pant pocket the entire flight and I never took it out to take a picture. Oh, that's how no. that's how scared they got you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's I'd like to imagine a bunch of um, Air Force pilots in a T6, you know, cranking up to like do the next oh, yeah. shot and then turning <laughs> it around oh, and yeah. going like yeah. that. That was yeah. So anyways, that that was back then. So it's I'm glad they're able to do it now because it, it really is a good recruiting tool. And then the second part of your question, um, just overall hiring in general has been nuts. Um, we keep track of all the airlines that are doing hiring. Um, every place is, is having a hard time finding pilots. So it's even more important now to go out and recruit. Um, things like social media, um, being on Instagram, being on YouTube. I, I think companies need to embrace that a little more to definitely get the younger pilots out there to recruit them. So that's, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a key piece of recruiting future pilots because unless you know what we do, I mean, how do you know you want to be a pilot? I mean, it's cool to see airplanes flying, but you know, the actual day to day, I think that has a lot of value in it too. Yeah. That's definitely, I think something you share really well. It's not that, okay, we're just going to go out and fly. Like this is yeah. actually the life that I have and what you could be doing as well as an airline pilot, Correct. which is yeah. Super important. It's also important for people to decide if that's the type of route that they want to go. For sure. Like you yeah. have experience outside the airlines as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's pros and cons to both. But There is. Yeah. So aviation is such a big, diverse field that, you know, you can be a medical helicopter pilot. You can be a corporate pilot. You can be a fractional pilot. You can be an airline pilot. You can be a cargo pilot. I mean, there's so many avenues that you can explore aviation. Or maybe you have your own business and you just need an airplane to fly you from uh, business meetings or see future clients. Um, I mean, this thing has been awesome in that regard, using it as a business tool. So yeah, just aviation, I think in general is just uh, such a gift, you know? So yeah, transitioning into the civilian side, you know, it's way different flying. You're going from more very like mission focused to not leisure flying, but flying passengers from point A to B. Right. What was that like? Uh, you know, for us, the biggest thing that I noticed was the amount of support that we got. Um, at least, you know, at Southwest, we have a whole host of team mm -hmm. uh, professionals out there in our NOC, our Network Operations Center, that, that basically track our flight. They plan our flight. They plan our fuel. They plan our loading. They, they, you have the weather. Everything is, is sent to you, and you just have to go execute the plan. So I, I think it's, it's amazing. I, every time I go down to the NOC to just take a look around and, and see the meetings that they go through, see what they're looking at, you know, this behemoth of a com company yeah. controlling 4,000, 5,000 flights a day. It's, it's pretty eye-opening. So um, coming from the military where, you know, we had a planning section yes, and it was like breaking out the map and hey, I think we should do Jet Route 2 to get to this point. And they're literally writing it down. Um, it was, it was eye-opening to just see the support that you had because we didn't really have that uh, flying in the military. It was kind of like you did your own flight planning or you had a section in your squadron that would do the flight planning or mission planning that we called it and then go out. So uh, transitioning to it was definitely a lot easier because now I just focus on, on the flying. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you have the support and then also when it comes to like the type of flying, you know, I'm sure you weren't flying into O'Hare where there's yeah. so many different taxiways yeah. or, you know, being gone for long trips. What were some of those transitions like? Yeah, that was actually much better. So, uh, you know, in the Air Force, we would fly, especially in the tanker. And the C5, it was a little different because 
you would go out for about 14 days mm -hmm. and then you're back home for, you know, a week or so. Um, that did get old, yeah. <laughs> I won't do that to, to admit, but um, being in the tanker, we would actually go and deploy places. So that took a little bit of getting used to because coming from, we called it Strat Air, Strategic Air, mm -hmm. basically FedEx moving, moving cargo uh, to air refueling. Now we have to be, you know, at a location and sometimes, you know, months at a time. Yeah, so that, that was definitely different. Now to get back into the airlines, you know, when you first start out, you're flying four day trips or as a junior captain, you're flying four day trips. Uh, and then as you get senior, I was just doing two days and just out and backs uh, during during the day. So I was home every night Oh, nice! And with the family. That's yeah. awesome. It's right? a very so, different uh, approach to your yeah. work life balance. It, it was <laughs> it was awesome. But now it's kind of reversed a little bit. Now I'm back onto the four day trips, which which is fine. So it, it's definitely gotten it's not two weeks. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. pretty. I enjoy that a little bit for more. sure. And so one thing I like is that you have all this experience, you know, flying military, flying airlines, but you still time, like find time to get back into the fun GA flying, yeah. like what we experienced today. What is it like going from, you know, your day job, like back into this series? You know, it's all, GA has always been super fun for me just because I can do, you know, within reason do whatever I want. Right. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, there's a concert in Las Vegas. Hey, let's hop in the airplane and we'll just fly up there. It, this is like a utility vehicle yeah. to me. So, you know, you load load your buddies up or load your family up mm -hmm. and go somewhere. I, I think just GA offers so much in terms of, you know, personal travel, business travel. Um, so when I'm flying for Southwest, I'm, I'm given a route, just like we talked about, all the support, I, I got yeah. the route to do, I've got, you know, how many passengers we're gonna have, all that. Now it's kind of on me where I get to, you know, plan it on four flight yeah. and see how much time it's gonna take, plan my weight and balance, and it's kind of, it's just fun. It's just really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. today before this flight, like we just met today and we got right. to go up and fly and go see Sedona right. and just share experiences. And I think that's another part I love about aviation is that you know, two people who have never met or right. have, you know, some things in common can mm -hmm. just instantly bond and, right. you know, share our love and passion sure. yeah. for, for flight. What, and was, what was our favorite question? The, the favorite airport, right? Yeah. So what are some of your favorite places to fly to yeah. around here? I mean, I feel like there's... Yeah, there's so many, but, you know, the iconic one is Sedona. Oh, right? for sure. Everybody That was the first place I flew to yep. when I got here. The restaurant on here is great, and it's just the scenery is so good. Um, another good place is Payson. If you I haven't been there, there for breakfast, it's, yeah. The, I think the breakfast is fantastic yeah. there. I, I, I'd rate those two as my favorite places to go for breakfast. For sure. I think we're all foodies, right? Yes. Like, oh, where's yes, the sure. best place to go eat? <laughs> Sedona. Which, by the way, yeah, if you're in Arizona, go to Payson for the pies. We've decided that that's a must. for the pies, yeah. <laughs> the food's very good, too, but go to Sedona, get some views, and then go get some pies at Payson. Yes, for <laughs> sure, for sure, yeah. No, it's so great. And then I think, um, you know, aviation can fill up your life in so many different ways, whether it be flying for work, uh, working on, you know, your ratings or just, you know, taking up all your free time to go make food runs. <laughs> but I think like something you had you know, expressed with me is that as an airline pilot, you have a lot of downtime. You do. And so there's other ways you can, you know, fill that void, I guess, <laughs> quote unquote, whether it be a business venture or right. other hobbies. Um, you've stuck within the aviation I have. Uh, for the industry <laughs> for your business venture, but tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, I was uh, in business aviation 
uh, as I got back to the Air National Guard where I flew uh, KC-135. So I got back into business aviation. Uh, well, actually, it first started there. Uh, I was flying Citation 5, Citation 10s. Then I flew at NetJets for two years and flew their Hawker. And I just love, you know, I love general aviation. I love that business aviation. And you see what a great tool that can be. You know, I've got a Cirrus. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine what it's like to get, hop in like a Prater and go somewhere for business. That would be awesome. So um, I helped out, got, got my feet wet in some of the business aspects of business aviation. Worked for a couple of companies and then now I started my own company called MJets and we're basically aircraft management where we've just purchased a 135 certificate, a business that owned the 135 certificate. So we're merging the two and, you know, we're doing aircraft sales right now. We've got a couple sales in the mix. So it's it's new. It's it's exciting. For sure. Uh, it's great because we are uh, it's great because we created this, you know, and I, I don't think you know, it's a team aspect. It's a team concept behind this. So I'm just kind of coordinating awesome players on the team to hopefully build a really good company. So yeah. it's, but you're right, it does take a lot of time. Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> and I think another like aspect of that as well is that we've seen recently the past few years, I mean, then also in 2008 again, like this industry, it can change in an instant. And so, you know, having something else to do as well mm -hmm can also just be a really good idea sometimes, it, you know? It can. I would suggest something outside your, <laughs> your career field, yeah. but, you know, aviation's what I know. I'm passionate about it. So that's why we stuck with, uh, you know, aviation management and charter, mm -hmm. so in sales. But um, it, it was one of those things where, you know, you want to create something. And the way to do that is with something that you're passionate about. Yeah. And aviation is something I'm passionate about. and. Uh, being an airline pilot, to your point, you have a lot of time off, and starting a business is a great way to fill that time up. So, yeah, well, you're definitely you're definitely doing that. Definitely a very busy person. Yeah. So, you know, you have a lot of experience in like we've capped like you know military, business aviation, airlines. Um, you're also really involved in the hiring and recruiting process. So, for anyone that's you know interested in like flying or maybe on the fence about trying to make the push to do this as a career path, like what's some advice that you would give them? Yeah, sure. That's probably the most asked question that I get is, um, you know, especially with older people, they're like, "Hey, I, I had a career initially. You know, is it too late for me?" And my answer is always no. Like you're never you're never too old to pursue your dream. Mm -hmm. So go out there and get after it. Um, the the biggest advice I could give someone starting out is that it is filled with challenges. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it in the airplane. Yes. Some of the challenges you have to overcome. Um, aviation will humble you big time, and it is difficult. It's not easy. Um, and the way to get through it is to persevere and to just not take failure as an option because you're going to fail. You're going to you're going to fail a check ride. You're going to fail at some point in your life. And it's just having that determination that, you know what, I only fail if I don't get back up. I'm going yeah. to keep getting up and keep going after it. And then uh, the way the secret sauce behind all that is definitely having a good attitude. Yes. So I think attitude will take you far in this industry. Definitely. Yeah. So that's the advice for someone starting out. Mm -hmm. And also from your experience, what is advice for someone who's maybe almost at that you know, minimums or wants to oh, yeah. kind of go towards the airlines, you know, what, what are some things sure. that they should be keeping in mind? Um, so seeing a lot of applications that come through, I mean, you know, right now it's a great time to be in the aviation industry. There's, there's, we're hiring like crazy. Um, 
but you still want to stand out even though it may be easier than it has been in the past. So some of the things I would say is your logbooks are a reflection of you. So the neater your logbooks are, the better off, the, the better you present yourself. So, you know, people ask, should I get an electronic logbook? Yes, absolutely, do that. Because that takes away all your accounting errors. That takes away a lot of, you know, scribbles in your logbook, flights Guilty that weren't. Guilty of that, yeah, I right? have terrible handwriting. But uh, yeah, so that's, that's one of the big things. So when your application comes through and if there's anything that can be typed out versus handwritten, mm -hmm. I suggest doing that. Get the Adobe program and type it out. It just looks a lot more professional when you sit down from a uh, interviewer and you're at the table and you, you they have your application and everything is neat and filled out. Your logbooks are, are perfect because that's a, a reflection of you. That tells me whether or not you care enough about this job to put your best foot forward and have everything done. So um, if you're getting close on hours, I mean, even if you're just starting out, start, you know, dedication to excellence is not something that you need to start when you're close to applying, do it right away. But if you are close to applying, definitely put those fine touches on there and have it done. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go home and work on my penmanship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. You should see my logbook. Yeah, exactly, I was guilty too. So, yeah, yeah, that's all right, that's all, all good. Okay, so people are trying to get into flight training. Maybe they've been inspired by one of your videos or <laughs> you know, they saw an airplane one day and they're like, I wanna do that. Um, but the big question is, how do I pursue this dream? How do I get all my flight training done? Yeah. What are some things that you've seen or what are some advice you can give as far as what, what do you do next? Yeah. So, you know, the first thing, whether or not, you know, there's several different avenues, right? You could do the military, you could do a aviation college, you can do, um, you know, an aviation school uh, set up as an airline training school, or you could do the mom and pop. There's several different avenues to do it. But the very first thing I would say is go out and get a intro flight, an introductory flight. The fun see, flight. See if you <laughs> yeah. like it, right? Like go up, go fly. It's probably 15 minutes long or something like that. And just see what it's like. I remember my intro flight. It was, I was hooked. Like yeah. I wanted to start the next day. So, but then also research a lot of flight schools because you know, all flight schools are different. Um, whether you're doing a mom and pop, whether you're doing like an airline training course or whether you're doing a university program, um, go out there and check. There's a lot of uh, aviation programs now like Aviate, Destination 225. Um, there's, you know, American has their, their program too. So those are all intertwined with their airline that are sponsoring it. So go check that out. You're gonna find something that fits for you, that fits in your personality, that fits for your work if you're working yeah. in there, if you're going to school, if you want a degree, um, there all those have to factor in. And from a recruiting standpoint, there is no one, hey, this is the road to take, right? You know, it's not, oh, military, if you could do that, do that. No, it's, I think it's more what fits you mm -hmm. because we hire from all over the spectrum. Yeah, I think that's also important, like what fits you because just because you start part 61 doesn't mean you have to stay there, right. you can, Pop around and also same with your CFIs. Like if you right. need different learning styles, like it's it's all about that. And I think getting into an airplane with someone else, like it's all about communication mm -hmm. and that's only going to further your skills. And I'm sure that's really important at Southwest as well. That's very important, correct. Yeah, very important. So just whatever you do, just give it give it hundred percent because it's gonna be tough and you're gonna fail. But <laughs> yeah. you know, you there only, will be good days and bad there's days. There's gonna be good days and bad days. You're gonna have busted check rides, you're gonna have this or that. Um, hopefully not, 
but I mean, if you do just learn from it, um, those are kind of my favorite interviews or, you know, Hey, what is your biggest failure? And people will say, I busted a check ride or I busted two check rides. And, you know, here's what I learned from it and here's how I grew from it. And here's what I do now. So, you know, the person that goes through with a perfect, you know, everything perfect, it's, it's hard to kind of, it's hard to talk to that because if you've never failed, how do you know what failure is like? Right. How do you know what it tastes like? What it smells like? It's not always fun. It's not fun. No, (laughs) No. it's not fun. So, but hey, at the end of the day, good flight, bad flight, you're still flying an airplane. So you should always, should always walk away from an airplane, whether it's this one or seven, three or whatever, triple seven and go, what could I have done better? For sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, Ernie, thank you so much for coming on Between Two Wings. And I'm super excited to see more content on your YouTube channel, Instagram, and now TikTok. Now TikTok, yeah. I don't know how I got on that. (laughs) It's okay. We all have to eventually, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode Between Two Wings. We'll see you next time.